When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Join Josh and Chuck, the guys who bring you Stuff You Should Know, as they take a trip around the world to help you get smarter in a topsy-turvy economy. Check out the all-new Super Stuff Guide to the Economy from HowStuffWorks.com, available now exclusively on iTunes. Welcome back to High Speed Stuff. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ben, here as always with our own auto expert and auto channel editor, Scott. How's it going, Ben? It's going very well, Scott. How are you doing today? I'm all right, thank you. Now, I know we usually talk about cars. That's that's the gist of our show, that's right? That's what we do, yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking maybe we could go in a slightly different direction, a slightly maybe nostalgic direction for us. I'm intrigued. Intrigued? Yes. Good. I will try to keep the intrigue here. Um Scoot to the edge of your seat for the suspense. I'm there already. Okay, well, scoot back because it's a short show, (laughs) so we're going to get right to it. Sure. Do you remember Pinewood Derby cars? Oh, do I ever. Yeah, I love Pinewood Derby cars. You uh, you do? Yeah, I was a competitor. You were? Uh, Sure, I was in the Cub Scouts for a brief time when I was young, and uh, uh, yeah, I remember that. uh, I, I specifically remember that day. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I remember. I remember that day too. Um, it was quite a while ago for both of us. Oh, you were in it too, then. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I how'd think you, how'd you do? I did not do as well as now. You and uh, and our producer Matt here are telling me uh, you guys both both actually placed. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Both third. Both third. Both third, but doesn't go on from there. I mean, that was it. Well, you know what? I'm not I'm not going to embarrass myself with the placement. But, oh, okay. Uh, but uh, had had a great time. Yeah. And well, that's what it's all about. It's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. A, a good project for you know father son mother son or mm-hmm. just just the Cub Scout themselves to work on this thing. It's just a it's just a good time. It's, yeah, and you, uh, you learn so many things. You learn aspects of uh, engineering, probably that stage too, time management because there's a deadline. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the night before you're scrambling to get your car ready. That's right. That happens to a, that yeah. happens to a lot of uh, would would be competitors. Oh, sure. You show up there with uh, wet paint on your car, right? I've heard that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Well, today I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about Pinewood Derby cars, mm-hmm. and I wanted to start off with this question: Are Pinewood Derby cars still a big deal 
today. Yes, they are. Yeah, they're still doing that. Um, you know, it's been around since 1953. Mm. Uh, that's when the first Pinewood Derby was held. It was on the West Coast. Um, a gentleman named Don Murphy ran mm-hmm. the first Pinewood Derby. And the reason he ran the Pinewood Derby is because some of the younger Cub Scouts were, you know, not upset, but a little bit, you know, not angered, I don't want to say, but they were agitated <laughs> sure. that they couldn't run in the uh, in the soapbox derby that uh, the bigger Boy Scouts were running in. Oh, yeah. Uh, the soapbox is, you know, much bigger car that, you know, the, the person actually sits in and rides down a big hill. So he developed this, this Pinewood Derby idea for his Scouts, and, um, you know, from then it's taken off. I mean, so that's more than 50 years now at this point. And uh, I think it's still as popular as ever. Yeah, I uh, I would I'm a little bit surprised to hear you say that because it sounds like uh, one of those things. I I don't know, Scott. I've reached that age where I assume anything that I cared about when I was when I was younger <laughs> is probably lame at <laughs> no. this point. Oh no, it's not lame. People people love the Pinewood Derby. I mean, it's uh, it's you know it's got everything you need competition mm-hmm. um there's just you know the excitement of the event itself uh there's the, the prep that goes into it um and again you know it's a good hobby type thing for a, a father son to do or a mother and son to do mm-hmm. um it's just it's a good event it's it's all around fun preparation let's let's talk about that because we have to assume that if pinewood derby cars are going the same way that many hobbies have gone mm-hmm. especially in the last few decades then we're probably going to see uh, more time and expertise, more applied science coming into play here. So, oh, sure, yeah, really, there's, yeah. There's a well, you know, there's always a way around the rules, I guess, and that's what uh, you know, racing is about that as well. But mm-hmm. um, you know, you're trying to bend the rules, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pinewood Derby is no exception. There are people that uh, that try to do that, and that's mm-hmm. not all. You know, every, most people play by the rules, and everything is you know on the level, but. Mm. There are some uh, there are some underhanded things you can do, but usually those are sniffed out by you know the people that do the inspections of the cars ahead of time. They know what to watch for, make sure that it's not illegal. But there are some things that you, you can do that keep a car or make a car faster. Uh, just a, you know standard. You get your standard kit, which is a you know block of wood and mm-hmm. some nails for axles and the wheels wheels, and that's about it really. Uh, there may be a few other things that come in the kit, but um, you know minor minor things. That's the main parts right there. Since we we've said there are a few things that are are kind of bending the rules. Mm-hmm. Let's go with the entirely above the board stuff first, and then we'll go to the stuff that's not quite sure. cheating. Okay, well, sure, yeah. you can um, you can shape your car however you want. There's you know weight weight and size requirements for your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the placement of the axles, you know, they're already pre-drilled, so uh, they have to be right where you know the you know the hole for the axle is drilled already. You can't move those around. You can take the wheels and you could you know. Um, shave off the little burrs that are on the edge of them you know from when they're created mm-hmm. uh, a little extra plastic on them um you can also knock burrs off of the axles um you know just anything to make them roll a little bit smoother you can add weight to your vehicle you know if your if your vehicle's underweight you can add weight to the vehicle mm-hmm. um you can you know take away weight by carving it away mm-hmm. or drilling holes in it you know sometimes you have to do that at the event you know if you're once you go through this inspection race inspection so um yeah I, most people obey the rules and you know follow the uh the limits set by the cub scouts okay now take me to the dirty underworld <laughs> okay you got Pinewood it Derby you racing. got it there are there are some uh go fast parts and these aren't necessarily even intended for cub scouts these are more for um let's say adults that compete in leagues that you know race these types of cars you know okay um just kind of the uh the unlimited classes you know where you just want your car to go fast no matter what money is no object <laughs> that's sometimes. right money is no object yeah. you might pay you know, twelve or twenty dollars for a pair of wheel or a set of wheels, uh-huh. um, 
you know, but they're but they're extremely thin. You know, they've been they've been shaved down on a lathe, or they're they're sanded so that they're um, really really thin wheels, or they've mm. got holes drilled in the sidewalls. You know, just to re- eliminate weight. Mm. Um, there's an, a number of things that you can do to a vehicle. It's not all about the wheels either. There are alignment jigs that you can buy. That um, those aren't illegal. You can you can buy an alignment jig and align your car, and that's important too because the way the track is set up, the uh, the axle or the the vehicle straddles. Um, that line, uh, right? Th- yeah, there's like a center, a raised area in the center of the track. It's not you're not in an open track, you know, where you can bump from side to side. You're on a track where you're you're straddling the center line, and it can bump from side to side, but the inner edge of the wheel would rub if it were to rub. Mm-hmm. So it's important that your vehicles align correctly, and you can buy these alignment jigs that perfectly align a vehicle so it won't rub at all as it you know makes its way down the track. Uh, very important because you know that's that's fast, and I guess the slower cars are the ones that you know. You can kind of see them bumping and chattering, and they're kind of loud when mm-hmm. they go down the track. Mm-hmm. I've seen those. I remember those. And then there are others that are that are just they're very, very quiet. And those are the fastest cars, the ones that are super smooth as they travel down the track. So um, there's a big difference. Because we're talking, it sounds like a lot of the things we're talking about tackle friction. Yeah, you that's know, right. The, and the sanding and the alignment. That's right. You want to you want to overcome rolling resistance. You want to. I mean, you can even shape your wheels in a different way to reduce rolling resistance if you wanted to. Um, but the alignment thing is huge. That's really big. You got to make sure your car rolls straight, and um, you can even add weight to the appropriate part of the vehicle. You know, so that you want it kind of near the back, so that it's pushing the car rather than pulling the car down I the see. hill. Because the last part of the track is uh, is a flat piece of the track. It's you know usually I think I think the track is about four feet high at its highest point, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just kind of one slope that goes down, and there's a flat part of the track, and there's a finish line. These races only take you know, three, four seconds maybe at the most. Right. So, um, you know, they're fast races. You don't have a lot of time to make any mistakes. Uh, I've got I've got two more questions from this, but sure. uh, the first one, uh, and I have to ask, we've, you've given a, a pretty good comprehensive uh, overview of the parts and some of the techniques used to make these cars. Yeah, based uh, on my 30-year memory. Right? Ba- based yeah. on your on your 30-year <laughs> memory. Yeah, that's right. And, and uh, I have to ask, what are the most important deciding factors for uh, the success of a Pinewood Derby car? I think weight is probably number one, really. Um, you, you have to have correct placement of the weight. It has to be you know, just in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really need to pay attention to where that weight is added or where the weight of the vehicle lies, uh, you know, how you carve the vehicle. And the next thing would probably be alignment. Okay. Um, and I, I don't even know if these are in the right order or not, but these are very sure. important. Alignment is, is key again so it doesn't rub as it runs down the track and um of course the wheels you need to make sure that those are smooth and free of anything that would you know make the car jump or bump mm-hmm. as it rolled down the track and uh the axles which are really just tiny nails polished nails um but you know if you can i'm not sure what type of lubricants are allowed and what aren't allowed but mm-hmm. um you know you can you can save some time off of your off of your final run time there by uh just polishing those down just quite a bit. I mean, getting there's little metal burrs that are in fabrication, you know, that, that or when the nails are built, made, mm-hmm. yeah, fabric, whatever. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> you need to knock all the extra extra pieces off of those so that you know the wheels spin freely around that axle. So so wait wait wait, hang on just a second. The shape did not get mentioned. I didn't mention the shape. You're right. It didn't mention the shape is yep. one of the important things. You would be surprised. I mean, now you see a lot of the new vehicles and they're very aerodynamic and they're sleek and. Shape has very little to do with uh, a Pinewood Derby vehicle's speed. Really? You wouldn't think that would be true, but I mean, I remember seeing vehicles that 
looked like they weren't even carved running down the track. They were just a block of wood. Mm-hmm. And they really just took the weight out. They just, you know, at the inspection, they drilled enough weight away to make it fit within the parameters of the race. Hmm. I don't know. I can't remember if those vehicles placed, you know, high in the in the rankings or not. Probably not because I bet they didn't put much time into, you know, knocking the burrs off the wheels and polishing mm-hmm. the axles, mm-hmm. et cetera. But in a, in a short race like that, when you're, it's just a gravity race, really, the shape has much less to do with this than you think it does. That's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, it may have a, a tiny bit of a factor to it, but uh, there's really not, not much to it. Yeah, it would be more important in, say, a longer span. Yeah, race. that's right. Or if, uh, you know, there was something pushing the vehicle through the air and it was having to work harder to get that vehicle through the air like a like a car sure yeah that's sense. logical I mean, you know flat front of a front end of a semi pushes a lot more air than does a uh, you know a sports car so so there's a fair amount of research that's gone into this that leads me to the second question here adults are play are racing i don't want to say playing <laughs> adults are racing pinewood derby cars yeah, yeah, is that right. true that's true yeah how how competitive how active well, is this the, it's it's probably more active than you think it's more competitive than you think um of course there are reasons for this. Now, the, the one reason, they're, they're often, this is kind of nuts, but they, there are often leagues that are run right right along with, uh, you know, maybe a, I don't want to say a league even, an event might be run right along with a, a child's uh, Pinewood Derby event so that the parents have their own form of competition going on. And oh, they're that's not, cool. And they're slightly, slightly less... I guess entrenched in what their their kids are doing. They're, they're excited about watching their mm-hmm. ch- children, but it's not everything's riding on that one car and it's got to win. There's mm-hmm. you know they, they don't get quite as intense because they have their own chance and you know maybe maybe they let that car the kid's car be more about the kid creating the vehicle than than them. They've got their own vehicle to work on now, so they can do what they want with their own car. Um, uh, and it might stop some of the uh, you know the I hate to say it, but some of the fighting that goes on at these events, you know, because it does get very competitive and, and a little bit heated. So um, really, yeah, it's intense. I mean, sure, you're, you you want to win. Everybody wants to win. Okay. So you know, just like anything else, people are uh, you know they get excited about it. Well, like, okay. So then is it like is little it, league or something like y- that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you saw that joke coming. Yeah, well, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Are you that guy? No, no, I'm not that guy at all. Be honest. No, really not. All right. But I would still like to make my own Pinewood Derby car. Oh, I, I can see you. I can I, see you go into that. You know, I tell you, I, wor- I worked at a place mm-hmm. not long ago, and they were sponsoring a, uh, a, you know, like a Friday night event, you know, where everybody made a Pinewood Derby car and brought it and raced it. Oh, that's cool. I was out of town that weekend oh. and couldn't compete, but uh, I was dying to be there. You know, it was just, it looked really, looked like a lot of fun. I mean, everybody was having a good time building their cars and, and getting them ready. Maybe so. we should start, maybe we should do one at How Stuff Works. Oh, maybe that would be a good idea. I think, you know, anybody listening could do that. They could start their own Pinewood Derby League, and, you know, even if it's just a few people running cars once a month or something like sure. that. Sure. Which reminds me, there's another adult league that uh, is run right here in Georgia. Uh-huh. And this is a nationwide kind of thing. It's a, it's bigger than what I've been talking about to this point. Um, okay. A couple, uh, the name are Steve and Jennifer Jacobs, and they mm-hmm. run um, a place called the let's see, it's called the Woodcar Independent Racing League. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's uh, you know the acronym WIRL, and uh, it's right here in Georgia. That's where the headquarters are. They get about sixty cars each month to compete in um, you know Pinewood Derby events right in their very, in their basement. That's the headquarters for this uh, this this racing league. So people mail these cars in. They mail them in. Okay. They send them in via you know UPS, FedEx, however they get them there. They mail their car in, uh, you know, with a tag or you know, telling them what grouping they want to be raced in or what you know maybe I don't know maybe the Jacobs tell them you know what what group they're in, and uh, they they 
broadcast this via webcam once a month, and you can watch your vehicle compete compete against other cars from around the nation. And uh, you know there are small prizes to be won, and uh, you know it's just a fun time. It's something fun to do. But they've run this for quite a while now, mm-hmm. and it's very successful. They can they continue to get people to send in vehicles, and uh, every month they they have competitions. And it's so and it's streaming on the web. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. know the the tech stuff guys would love that. Oh yeah, I'm sure it would be a lot of fun. I mean, it, how could it not be fun? I mean, you're not there at the, you know you're not actually there watching uh-huh. it but you're watching your vehicle compete and you know you don't know what you're going to be up against you know it could, yeah. could be some superstar from you know the west coast or or east coast or wherever mm-hmm. and um i don't know it'd just be exciting because there's something on the line i don't know if it's you know a very small prize or what but um you know who knows maybe it's a t-shirt i don't know who knows maybe it's i don't think t-shirt. it's i don't think it's cash well uh <laughs> i do i do think that, you know one one prize that we can offer people uh as an awkward segue uh, is is definitely recognition for anyone who writes us in. Oh yeah. Which brings me to a, uh, I think you know where I'm going with this. Listener mail. Listener mail, Scott. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have some listener mail. If you don't mind, I'm going to read this one because oh, please, please because do. I I uh, am grateful to um, Francois from Quebec City for pointing out that in Quebec you can actually turn on red lights. There are some exceptions, as there are in the U.S., hmm. uh, but for a few years you have been able to turn on red lights. In our earlier uh, podcast, we had explored weird car laws around the world. Mm-hmm. In Belarus, you can't take a ride on red, and uh, I, I had misspoke and said that in Quebec that was also the case. Ah. So thank you so much for writing in, Francois. So Francois was uh, quick to... Uh reprimand you for that huh that's good you know what very 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 well written uh nice listener there good. did not did not have a sense of uh reprimand oh well that's good that's good to hear because uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we that's sure good. appreciate keep, your time keep, keep them well. nice yeah that's good yeah well well scott what they uh, keep us honest they do keep us honest <laughs> we're because we have a great capacity for corruption apparently yeah, yeah, i'm trying to backpedal <laughs> my way out of this sorry about that Oh, no, 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 no. So thanks again, Francois. I'd like to take a second and uh, plug a recent development on the homepage of our website. Mm, You're talking about the blogs. The High Speed Stuff blog. That's right. Yeah, the High Speed Stuff blog is on the homepage. You can access it from there. And uh, we talk about all kinds of things. I mean, it's, you know, news. It's um, topics kind of like what we cover during our articles or during podcasts, rather. And, um... I don't know, it's just got a lot of interesting stuff. You might want to check it out. Thanks to all our listeners out there. If you have any ideas or suggestions for a new topic, please feel free to write to Scott and I at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.